is uh this isn't uh this isn't the studio guys this isn't the studio we're not uh we're not hanging out in the studio but we are hanging out together and that's what really matters right because it's the friendships we made along the way all right so uh here's the deal we're sitting here you and me and we're gonna be talking about the water events at Wadapalooza because Wadapalooza takes place if you did not know this already in Miami a city that is if you did not know this already on the water and so the beaches the water it makes up a really really big part of what Miami is all about and it's been a big part of the identity of Wadapalooza they've they've had water events that have helped define at least partially what the you know sort of vibe is at Wadapalooza. Whenever people were coming to compete here back when regionals were a thing and it was an off-season event, you always knew that this was one of very, very few events outside of the CrossFit Games that you would actually get a water event to test, which is pretty cool. And in my opinion, some of the best water events that we've seen in competitive CrossFit have been programmed right here in Miami for Wadapalooza. Now, before we go any further, let's go ahead and just address the elephant in the room. I haven't washed my hair in a day or so. You know, I I washed it like three days ago and it's kind of in that like in-between phase where it's a little fuzzy. It hasn't gotten its own weight yet. So it's getting better. I I promise it's getting better. It's going to get better over the weekend because it's quite warm here. Um, Also, I'm not in the studio, if you can't tell. I am, well, I guess you guys can't really tell where I am at all, but I'm, I'm basically in a living room. I'm in an Airbnb here in Miami and, uh, I visited the Wadapalooza festival grounds earlier today. Um, and I walked around, I had a good time. I saw a whole bunch of people got to see sort of what it is they've added and changed and, um, adjustments that they've made. I took a picture with my own, the the booth that I have out there, which was really cool, very different, a little bit of a different experience for me. I've never had a booth here at Wadapalooza, a sort of physical presence. Um, and if you, uh, if you also can tell, I brought along basically my entire studio set. So you guys just see me sitting here comfortably. I don't have a table. I just have my laptop sitting on my lap. It's literally functioning as it says it is. It's it's a laptop today. That's pretty cool, right? Um, but what we are looking at here is pretty much my entire studio torn down and packed up and shipped over here to Wadapalooza. So the plan is to do some live stuff over the next few days. I'll do something tomorrow uh, midday, noon Miami time, so uh, 12 p.m. Eastern, and uh, we'll see how it goes, and we'll we'll make adjustments from there. But let's go ahead and talk a little bit about Wadapalooza because tomorrow, Thursday, the 20th is what I like to refer to as day zero of Wadapalooza. It's kind of day one, but it's not day one of the main competition. It's day zero because it has a whole bunch of other stuff going on that is a lot of fun to experience and hang out. It has the gauntlet, which is... Um, this sort of hour-long multi-workout community competition thing that just about anybody can sign up and do. It is uh, the the Wadapalooza Strong competition, so like the strongman competition thing that they've got going on. That takes place uh, 
on uh, on Thursday. Uh, it's like five strongmanish events programmed by the one and only Rob Orlando. Um, and I think they have like a thousand dollars on the line for that one. The weightlifting face-off is happening tomorrow as well, which is like a bracketed weightlifting tournament. Super cool idea. Always seems so much fun to watch. Uh, the, the finals are always super cool. Uh, mighty mouse, Matt Rattay has, is like, I, I don't know if he's the defending champ, but he's been competing every year that it's been there and he's been in the finals every year that it's been there. So, you know, he's, he's definitely one to watch. Um, it, it is really just a cool experience. Thursday is a really good time at Wadapalooza. So if you are in Miami, uh, Thursday is a really good time to go to Wadapalooza because it's free. It's free entrance for everybody to come show up. You can come get all of your merchandising fix that same day. You can just show up on Thursday, buy everything that you want, and not show up the rest of the weekend, I guess, if you really wanted to. But what's the fun in that? There's a whole lot of exercise to watch. Speaking of exercise to watch, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what we can expect from the water event this year at Wadapalooza, because they just announced this earlier this afternoon. The name of this workout, by the way, is Hilarious, Sharkbait, Love It, Clever. I get it, because sharks and the humans will be bait for the sharks. The sharks are going to come. It's great. It's good. Give me more dad jokes. I, I'm, I'm 100% in. So the... Individual workout is as follows, 84 pistols, alternating pistols, 21 dumbbell over the shoulder with 150 pound, I'm sorry, D-ball over the shoulder, 150 pound D-ball on the men's side, 100 pound D-ball on the women's side, 300 meter swim, and then three rounds of 28 alternating pistols and seven D-ball over the shoulder. There's a couple things about this that I really like. There's one thing about it that I wish was a little bit different. Let's talk about that. First of all, I just wish there was more swimming. Um... I like when they do more swimming. I like that having the athletes spend more time in the water. It is a real pain in the ass for them to handle that and have the athletes in the water um, all the time and have them like constantly hanging out there for longer distances. But 300 meters of swimming is really just not that much. Um, more swimming, maybe double that, and I would be a lot happier. I think this workout would be much, much more challenging, which is kind of what we're looking for here. But the thing that I really like about this workout is that it is programmed in this style that is, uh, I've seen a couple of uh, top level athletes train this way. I've seen Matt Fraser do workouts specifically like this, where it's kind of the same volume in two different pieces. It's the same movement, same volume, but one of them is built like a chipper and one of them is built like a several rounds. Um, this is a really cool version of that with pistols and D-ball over the shoulder. So basically this workout is going to like slam your glutes and then slam your core and your lower back with the D-ball and then you're going to have to swim and you're going to come back and you're going to do it all over again. Slam those glutes, slam your lower lower back and your core. Um, I, I really, really do dig this workout. It's a cool combination. The team version of the workout is very, very similar uh, in that it has all the same movements and it's built in pairs. So um, male, male pair, female, female pair. I don't think they require it to be in that order. I think you can go female, female pair, um, male, male pair. It doesn't matter which part starts, but basically it's alternating six rounds of 20 pistols, five uh, D-ball over the shoulder, and then everybody swims on the team. And once you get back in, um, alternating again, six rounds of uh, 20 single leg squats, 20 pistols, and D-ball over the shoulder. So again, I don't know I don't know whether they're going to require a male male to go first 
or female, female to go first. But basically the workout is one pair does the pistols and the D ball of the shoulder and finishes with the swim. One pair starts with the swim, does the uh, pistols and the D ball of the shoulder. At least that's how I understand it. Maybe there's something I'm not getting here. If there's something I'm not getting here, keep it to yourself. I don't want to know. It's totally fine. It'll be, it'll be a surprise. We'll all find out together. Right? Right. All right. But what I wanted to talk about today wasn't just the movements that we're going to see this year, because like I said, Wadapalooza has a really good history uh, of putting together some fantastic, fantastic water events, including my personal favorite water event that I've ever seen in any CrossFit competition. Um, but before we get there, today's episode is brought to us as always by water. Now, here's the thing. I'm in a stranger's Airbnb. I didn't bring my own mason jar. Shame on me. Um, so I'm going to have to drink it out of this uh, stylized mid-century modern yellow glass, which is good. It's totally fine. Constantly varied. I don't, I don't know if that's ever been used as a drinking glass, actually. It kind of smells like it was being used like a paintbrush holder. Okay. So if I drop dead in the middle of this, you know exactly what happened, guys. Lead poisoning. All right. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the other swim events that we've seen in the modern Wadapalooza. Now, Wadapalooza has been around for a very long time. They've had a ton of different water events. They had an event that was paddling back in the day. They had an event that had basically, uh, you know, swimming as part of a workout where one team member had to do the swim back when Wadapalooza was doing teams of three and you could just elect your best athlete on the swim to do just the swim. But we're going to take a look at the more modern, the past four years of Wadapalooza swim events. So this was the event that we're going to do this year, Sharkbait. Last year's event was called Ski School. Great combination. I believe this one was written by Mr. Chris Hinshaw of Aerobic Capacity. I, I, I'm not sure if it was written by him or if it was inspired by him, but his name was on the thing when they were talking about this workout. So I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead and attribute it to him. Because he he put together this sort of like punishment-based workout. You'll see what I'm talking about in a second. So it's 40 or 30 calorie skier, 250 meter swim. And then you're coming in and doing three sets of 50 heavy double unders. And then you're going to end with a 40 or 30 calorie skier. However, for every break in those three sets of 50... On the double unders, the heavy rope double unders, you add five calories to that last set of ski erg cows. And that is like a, a, you know, Hinshaw has always talked about a couple different things that he's really wanted to see in competitive CrossFit. One of them is this idea of punishing people for either pushing too fast or too hard or making tactical errors. This is exactly what this does. If you can't get those 50 double unders uh, done unbroken, you know, after having done a, a ski sprint, after having swam this short but brutal distance in the ocean, you know, you're going to pay for it. And it's just going to keep adding and adding time to your workout. It also gave us a really famous picture of T. Claire Toomey just like, ah, last year, which was pretty dope. So this was a cool workout. The team version of this workout, um, was there even a team version? Yeah, here we go. Elite teams of four. The team version of this workout was 
uh, ski, swim, ski, male, male pair, female, female pair, right? So they, they didn't do the, uh, the uh, uh, double under and punishment version, but it was, you know, ski, swim, ski. Once both pairs are done with ski, swim, ski, they come together and do, they do 2159 worm squat and push press. So that's, uh, that's a, you know, that's a cool team workout. It's not quite as cool as the individual workout. Personally speaking, I think that individual workout is pretty dope. That's that's one of my one of my favorites. Um, they have the strong swim, and this is the workout that I was talking about, which is my personal favorite swimming event I've ever seen. It was, and it absolutely still is, way way over programmed. What do I mean when I say over programmed? If you know anybody that did this workout in the elite in the RX division, if you know anybody that did it or tried it or you watched it, you realized very, very quickly that basically nobody was even getting close to finishing. Nobody was even getting close to finishing because this workout was murdering people's souls. It was a massive amount of air squats. So over here, it doesn't say how many air squats they were doing, but they were doing, I believe, 50 air squats uh, per round. So essentially they would come in, do a 200 meter swim, which is like kind of a short course around uh, these little like buoys that they set up in the bay, come in and get out of the water, run back to their station. They do their, uh, they do like a, a big set of air squats. They had these very heavy bags. The bags were much heavier than they were uh, this year. I believe they're using 200 pound bags on the men's side and 150s on the women's side. So they're using heavy bags, they're doing 10 sandbag cleans and they had to carry, bear hug carry this heavy sandbag 50 meters. So it was back and forth and back and forth until they got 50 meters. Then they had to do the thing over again. 21 minute time cap for this workout was just so brutally short. People were getting crushed by it. But that combination of monostructural and body weight squats and then a heavy moving object, like move this sandbag back and forth a bunch of times, is just so elegant to me. It was hella overtuned, like really overtuned. But even overtuned, this workout was so much fun to watch. And the the pain faces that I saw on people just trying to deal with this heavy bag as it got, you know, it was getting wet and it's hard to hold on to. And a 200 pound bag is like super tough to begin with, much less when you're tired. So that was a really cool workout. I really, really enjoyed that workout. And then there is um, the year before that, the Wadapalooza Try. I can't remember if that's exactly what this workout was called because I've been playing around on Wadapalooza's website and looking back at all their old workouts over the past couple of days. And sometimes I feel like it feeds me you know, the correct year, but the wrong workouts or the correct workouts, but the wrong year. So I'm not 100% sure what's going on. I can't remember if exactly that's what this workout was called, but let's, let's agree. Let's say it's called the water pose a try because it does have three movements in it. It's deadlifts, swimming, strict handstand pushups. Now the workout is basically, it was like, I believe the deadlifts were at 275. Um, and it started on the bay. This was a really cool one because it started on the Bayfront stage, you do your set of deadlifts. You go down the platform. If you guys remember the little like uh, uh, thumbnail that I used for this this uh, live, it shows the Bayfront stage, and there's kind of this you know ramp going into the water. You finish your deadlifts. You go down the ramp, dive into the water, and you swim out to a barge 
floating 50 meters away. So you have to swim all the way back and around it to where there's like netting that you can climb up on the back end. And on the barge, they had set up uh, not a full rig, but basically trusses with the plexiglass panels laid in so that you can do strict handstand pushups. And on the barge, you do your strict handstand pushups. Then from there, you dive back into the water and swim your way back up into uh, the the stage to finish up. So it's just this really interesting idea of adding locomotion between such simple movements, movements that all of these athletes have done thousands of reps of like deadlifts and handstand pushups. And I, I, I really like seeing that happen. Plus the effort it must've gone through to, for them to actually put together a barge, like a floating barge out in the, the middle of the bay for the athletes to swim out to do more stuff on and swim back from that's, that's commendable. That is super commendable. Um, I really enjoyed watching that workout as well. That was a really good one. Now, you know, that is, uh, those are my personal favorite swim events. There've been a couple other ones. Um, there was one that was supposed to be, um, I believe it was supposed to be like rowing and swimming and running, but they had some issues with like some of the machines or something. So it ended up just being running, swimming and running. Um, that was a few years ago as well. And, you know, they've done a lot of variations, uh, that had, um, you know, both, the body weight movements. That's the thing that I like about the Wadapalooza programming. The, the the thing that I like about it with the water events is that it's very rarely, and sometimes it is, but it's very rarely just swimming. Um, I've never been a fan of seeing exclusively swimming events showing up because we're not swimmers. Crossfitters aren't swimmers. Like it should be something else. And you can you can make the argument that it's happening within the context of a long weekend of competition or other things are going on, like it adds paddling to it or running to it or whatever. But to me, that's super boring. The thing that may, like if you're to think of, if you're to think of uh, a, a, the consummate CrossFit workout, it would be a couplet or a triplet, probably not a chipper, but like a couplet or a triplet that combines either these disparate things like weightlifting and gymnastics or has weightlifting gymnastics and something monostructural. That is to me like the prototypical CrossFit workout. If you're going to describe a CrossFit workout to somebody and just have them understand right off the bat what it means to do a CrossFit workout, you'd use something like in my uh, example, like Helen or Jackie, you know, Helen is running kettlebell swings, pull-ups. Jackie is rowing thrusters, or pull-ups, right? So it has this this monostructural aspect to it. It has this very small weightlifting aspect to it. It has the gymnastic aspect to it. It has the intensity aspect to it. Those are the things that I really, really love about CrossFit workouts that set them apart from so many other things. And it really was always irksome to me, also super boring to watch athletes swim and paddle. And it's like, cool. You, you did it guys. You did it. You swam and then, and then you, you paddled, which is kind of like swimming, but only your hands are getting wet. Cool. V cool. So why didn't we throw in like a barbell in the transition or like, you know, 
literally anything else. The coolest swimming events that we've seen at the CrossFit Games have included other stuff. There was a workout that had swimming in a pool back and forth and bar muscle-ups. That's pretty dope. There's a workout that was swimming, kettlebell thrusters, and burpees on the sand. Gross, dirty, vicious, great, really, really great. And then there's like a whole bunch of boring stuff that's just monostructural things. So seeing someone just run on a treadmill and swim is like, okay, maybe that's a good test, but who cares? It's not that exciting to watch. Seeing someone struggle with a 200-pound bag after they got out of the water and had to do like a 1,000 air squats or something like that, like that's awesome. That is, that's just, there's no other way to describe it. It's just awesome. It might be overprogrammed, but it's awesome. So I think, uh, I think that's about all I've got for tonight, guys. Honestly, I, I really, this is more like a, a test thing, right? Setting up this situation, it took about four times as long as this live stream has, uh, has gone on, but it's absolutely worth it because now like the, um, it's been proven, right? And sometimes that's really what you're trying to do. Like, you know, the case has been proven that I can do this. Uh, I can actually travel with this entire strange kit of stuff and put it together in a stranger's living room. Um, and actually successfully pull it off. So that's pretty dope to see. I, I hope you guys, uh, you know, enjoyed watching this, uh, this, this version of the live Arm & Hammer TV. I will, like I said, just a reminder, tomorrow, Thursday, that's the 20th, I'm going to be doing, uh, pr- attempting a live feed uh, from Wadapalooza at noon Eastern, so 12 p.m. Eastern, and um, we're going to see what we can do. It's going to be pretty cool. I'm going to see how much of this kit. Probably don't need to bring all of it. Probably going to need to bring some of it, so I will. Um, but it'll be cool. We're going to we're gonna do some really cool stuff over the course of the weekend, as well as we have a, um, what do we have? A booth with merchandise at Wadapalooza. And when I say we, it's a booth that I'm sharing with the Buttery Bros and Talking Elite Fitness. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, some of Feeding the Frasers stuff is there as well, which is really cool. And that is located super central in the park. It's right where the Chipotle is. It's in the food court. It's where there's going to be a screen for everybody to watch, um, kind of like overflow seating if you can't get into the actual stadiums. Um, So it's going to be really packed. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll probably try and do some content out of there as well. That's going to be a little bit tougher to pull off, but hey, that's what we're here for. Let's pull off some things that are really tough to do, right? Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this. If you did, like, share, subscribe. Say what's up if you see me in Wadapalooza. Remember, tomorrow there's a whole lot of free stuff going on, like the gauntlet and the uh, weightlifting face-off uh, bracketed tournament thing and the Wadapalooza strong thing. So if you're interested in any of those things, like participating or watching or just shopping around the various vendors, Thursday is a really good day to go. Thursday is a really good day to be in Miami. Hopefully the weather holds up. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, all the athletes that I saw look like they're they're feeling good. They're excited to be here. Everyone seems to be having a good time so far, and it hasn't even started yet. So maybe that is why everyone's having a good time. They're not tired or sore or hungry. But hey, I think they're still going to have a good time over the weekend, right? Either way, folks, I'll see you guys very soon. Later.